Welcome to the Five Song Mixtape, where we discuss a new mix each and every week. My name's Michael. I'm Savage, Classy, Bougie, Ratchet. <laughs> and I'm RJ. Is that relevant anymore, what you just said? Um, hells yeah. I am that bitch. <laughs> I've been that bitch. Can you do the dance, too? Uh, yeah, but you know, I'm not going to do it right now. <laughs> I can. Just know that I can. Did john mayer lure you into tiktok is that what happened <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> i forget who i think it was on it was on a podcast i think bert kreshar was talking about like how i couldn't tell if he was serious about john mayer being funny on tiktok and then they showed <laughs> one of his tiktoks and like no one laughed <laughs> so i could tell if he was just like yeah john mayer stop doing funny tiktoks <laughs> just fucking shred on guitar and that's it i haven't seen it yet it's uh, so bad i can imagine i mean yeah i mean i don't know if he has the ability to be funny but no. if he does tiktok is not the place to do it. <laughs> dave matthews does though really yeah have you ever did, did you ever see don't mess, mess with the zohan no uh, i he, heard it was actually good though yeah like, it's pretty funny decent for he plays a terrorist who's threatening to blow up a bunch of puppies <laughs> yeah and i want to say dave matthews also pops up in uh one of the adam sandler uh jennifer aniston goes to hawaii movies i don't know how many there are i think there's a few <laughs> yeah. yeah there's a few either like sandler or spade movies that take place in hawaii for yeah. some reason <laughs> that's because they want a vacation that's yeah that's yeah. what i heard like he's just like yeah like i want to film this movie or i have to film this movie with my for, friends yeah for like contractual <laughs> obligations he's like well might as well just film it in hawaii you yeah. know live in hawaii <laughs> for six months cool yeah rj have you been out of the country i have not Ooh. But Interesting. You're Filipino. No, I was born here. Mm. Devin, have I, you been out of the country? Never knew that. No. Um, I've been to Mexico. Ah, okay. That's good. Yeah. That counts. In Hawaii. That's just that, out of the, that, you know, that. out of the continental U.S. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you've been to Puerto Rico, or is that out of the country? Uh, yeah, it's not it's, a state, so it's, it's a gray area. It's yeah. True. We just own them. Yeah. You don't have to pay true. taxes if you go there. But yeah, you don't. Heard, you don't get to vote. Yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that works. I don't know how you just say you own a place. <laughs> you know? Have you tried it? No, but maybe I will. Next yeah. time, go find somebody and be like, "I own you." I'm gonna go to my friend's <laughs> coffee shop and just be like, "I own this place now." Yeah, let's try that. I'm <laughs> just gonna be like, "Okay, cool." Do you have to sign papers, or is it just like a verbal agreement? Yeah, I mean, I think from what I hear, like my word is bond. You know. That's the word on the streets, so okay. yeah, you whatever say, I say goes. You don't recognize your laws. Yes. <laughs> I am a sovereign citizen. <laughs> this is my I'm gonna plant my flag and stake my claim. <laughs> Squatters rights, but for yeah. a country. <laughs> RJ, any uh desire to go to the Philippines? That'd be interesting just to check it out. Yeah. Uh you know, it's cheaper there, so my mom said we could just buy, like, a beach house for, like, you know, yeah. for the price that we pay here. Yeah. For, like, not even buy the beach, just literally, like, ah, oh, that's, that's like, a doghouse. <laughs> if you have, like, an internet job or something that you can do, like, not in an office, then it makes sense. If you can make American money in the Philippines, mm-hmm. yeah, hell yeah. 
There's but an alternate timeline of RJ being a B-boy in the Philippines. <laughs> yes. Yeah, playing for, like in uh, before Manny Pacquiao. Oh, events. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like the Justin Bieber of the Philippines. <laughs> and Pacquiao's this Mayweather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that could have been you, RJ. Could have been you. You know, it, somewhere there is, like some timeline. There There's is. still time. I feel like you can still pull it off if you go there. Yeah. They're an interesting country. They got a lot of interesting stuff right. going on. You know how we were doing the Australia thing, and it's like they're a little behind us. Well, the Philippines. Let me tell you, they're <laughs> even further back. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> tell you, I tried to find some Filipino rap. <laughs> <laughs> I could not get into it. <laughs> they are they're stuck in a weird like um, I want to say like Bay Area hyphy rap stage. <laughs> oh, sick mixed with like Tech Nine. Wait, which island? Uh, Hanoi, not Hanoi. Um, what's it called? Uh, Cebu. Okay. Yeah. So you got other ones. So did you check all the islands out? <laughs> oh, all 7,000 islands? Yeah. No. <laughs> That'd be awesome yeah. if they have different versions of hip hop throughout the islands. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah. This is East Coast hip hop. This is East East Coast hip hop. <laughs> this is East, East North, Northeast, this West Coast. Is- Coast of East the Coast East Coast hip hop in the seventies. Yeah. Well, this is East Coast in the nineties. <laughs> or if it's on a tiny island and it changes like from one coast to the other of that same island, it's like <laughs> I can see you from over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, I'll, Devin. Yeah. This is your episode. Yeah. This is our forty-sixth episode. Coming Ooh, up on fifty. Lucky forty-six. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what is the name of this episode? Twenty. 20 vision now conceptually i'm pretty sure you stole this from someone what the concept of this mix mm, well <laughs> i think wait i think i think it was talked about on the podcast and you're like mm, i'm gonna do that <laughs> oh i thought you meant like the death wish one. Oh no no no, no not that no i think oh. that we i think it was one of us had brought up on the podcast the idea of this as a joke and you're like i could do that (laughs) wait did you bring it up or did i bring it up i have no idea oh fuck yeah i might have brought it up because i yeah i i think i had some songs and i didn't know where to go with it Mm. and then eventually was like well like two two out of these five are uh you know equal vision bands so (laughs) i think i could make a whole one yeah yeah (laughs) I mean, if only these episodes were recorded, then we can just go back and figure out when it was said. Well, I hear one of them's 13 minutes. Hey, I fixed yeah. that one, RJ. <laughs> I know I failed you this week. It's all right. It was like the one time I went to go to listen to, like, I'm like, oh, a new episode popped up and I had nothing else to listen to. I'm like, I'm going to check this out. And then it just, like, cuts off after 13 minutes. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> what happened there. Yeah, I was like... Is that it? Is that all yeah. we talked about? <laughs> we just get bored and we're like, we're done. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I don't think we ended mid-thought. <laughs> Doesn't sound like us. Yeah. Um, RJ, what was your thoughts going into this mix? Uh, well, previously, before we actually knew what it was, 2020 Vision. What was the uh, last week? You said that you, we had like three choices. Yeah. What was the choice we picked to get here? 
Oh, it was pretty arbitrary. I just picked one. I was like, I don't remember if it had anything to do with it. You picked one, I picked one, and he picked the one that And I I overrode both of your decisions. And he's (laughs) like, this is the mix that I came up. Well, you guys couldn't decide on one, so, you know, I had to make the choice for you. So it had nothing to do with it. So in general, I was like, 2020 Vision, it's going to either be something about being in 2020 and maybe bands from 2020 or something about Vision. So I was like, I don't know where this is going. But then I saw the bands, and I was like, equal Vision. Okay, I have to... I know. What if it feels just songs about seeing, seeing things like vision, the concept of sight? <laughs> so you're like, well, it's either going to be twenty songs about twenty twenty or like oh, yeah, something about vision. Yeah, like, <laughs> how would I do that? <laughs> There's yeah. a way. Yeah, I guess I could see it in your eyes. <laughs> Shit like that. Mm-hmm. That'd be sick, actually. I am surprised. Once I when I saw. When I saw the mix, I was like, okay, cool. These songs make sense for Devin. And then when I thought about it more, and I was like, oh, you're right. They're Equal Vision bands. And then when I looked at the lineup on previous artists for Equal Visions, I'm just like, I'm surprised that you picked who you picked. But these ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Considering okay. the different, like, I know for a fact there are bands that you like more. <laughs> maybe than one of them but i would say four out of the five are basically me described musically in the- <laughs> in uh within the parameters of this label are we still talking r kelly so we rate it and come or not yeah exactly <laughs> how many it's come drops sure. yeah oh no it should be rated in how many plays like is it a 12 play uh, that's the best oh oh yeah that's mm. right <laughs> well, that's just standard four play <laughs> Is it bad or is that good? I mean, foreplay is always good. <laughs> if it gets no play, <sighs> that's rough. Yeah. Was it pee pee play? <laughs> yeah. Looking at, I mean, yeah, yeah, they got a crazy lineup. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but certain artists that I really like albums by them, those albums weren't put out by Equal Vision. So, like, say anything. Uh, did. Uh, is a real boy mm-hmm. that's not on equal vision that's my favorite one by them huh. so i think they is started real boy is your favorite one yeah mm. in defense of the genre is good too oh i'm sorry i thought you said saves the day no 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 sitting yeah, the i yeah 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 i could have <laughs> it was hard for me too to like i mean pick. can i'm just gonna list off some here rj I'm did you look up the lineup Okay. I have I it know in front of me right now. Yeah. We've got Circus Survive. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they, got some, <laughs> they got some good songs. Yeah. yeah. Co eating Cambria. I mean, yeah, they're pretty cool. <laughs> Give up the ghost. I mean, what can I say about them? Yeah. <laughs> Great. I know you like Portugal the Man. Yep. That <laughs> almost made it. That I know you tough. like Refused. I mean, I've heard of them, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess no, the sound of animals fighting, that doesn't know. Can I tell you what my original mix was? Yeah. Um, and it was solely based off the third artist that I wanted to make the, the original mix. I was going to call Animal Kingdom. And it was just going to be <laughs> bands with animals in the title. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find five that fit. I found like four that fit really well. And the fifth one was like, I'm really reaching with this. Or I was picking like 
like the band This Town Needs Guns has a whole album with uh, song titles of animals. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, it's got to all be bands. And then I thought about Sound of Animals Fighting. And I was like, I should like them. I don't like them, though. Yeah. Like, I don't hate them, but I never got into them. Oh, you could have Bane. Bane almost made it. Yeah. That would have been interesting. Bane and almost made place number four. Sweet emo mix. You could have Armor for Sleep. You could have Chiodos. <laughs> you could have had, um, I guess, Isley could have gone on there. You could have the Juliana Theory on there. Never got into Juliana Theory. Damn. I probably would like them now, though. Silent Drive you could have had on there. That would have fit. I don't even know Silent Drive. Emo band. Hmm. Yeah, I love the Hope Conspiracy. I don't know if you like them. Blink One Eight Two on there. <laughs> yeah, I think they had. That's all I'm waiting. That's all I'm waiting for. One of their middle albums. I think uh, after Take Off Your Pants and Jacket really made it big. They're like, let's switch to this indie label. So I don't know how familiar you are with their. I think it's off of uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. But Did you ask one, I, you don't know how familiar no, I am no, with well, 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 <laughs> yeah, We are historians of <laughs> the genre. They had Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, and they had three different variations of it. So like oh, each sorry. one came with a secret song. Like is one the, yellow, the, one red, and one green. Yes, yeah, yes, that's what they did. Oh god! But I just I, threw. I just picked that out of my ass. That's so stupid. <laughs> so literally, <laughs> one has a plane, and one has oh. the pants, and one has the jacket. <laughs> that's exactly take off pants <laughs> and jacket. And I forgot which one's which, but they did like something where one of my coworkers, eighteen-year-old. Uh, Came up to me. He's like, "Did you hear that one Blink One Eight Two song about fucking a dog?" I'm like, "Yeah, I've heard it." He's like, "Isn't it hilarious?" I've heard like, all the fucking the dog song. Yes. I'm like, "I've I've heard before they even fuck dogs." It was still a puppy. Yeah. It was still a fucking puppy when I started listening to them. Yeah, I'm a hardcore Blink fan. <laughs> I want to meet the Blink fan that only listens to the joke songs. I'm like, I don't like any. I don't like Adam song bullshit. No, I would not want to. I just want to hear them that. yell, "Cocksucker, motherfucker, fart, titty twat," or whatever that song is. I was close. close. <laughs> I got half of it. <laughs> yeah. so oh, that's shit. the shit I like. There's a big crossover with Weird Al fans there. A lot like Birds was on Equal Vision. Thought you were gonna say blank, dude. I that's crazy. Struggled with keeping that with there. I there's one song that I wanted to put on there because um, I really like a lot of their stuff, but it yeah. doesn't. It fits in a like. Their albums are like full albums. Like yeah. Coheed, like picking one Coheed song to put on here would be kind of weird. But uh, I found one song that fits so well, but it threw off the feel of the mix since everything else was a little bit older. And it was, it, I think it came out like two years ago or three years ago. Mm-hmm. And it really sounds newer. Yeah. And yeah. then I was like, well, if I do this, I might as well just go with some of these other. It'd be more in like the Chiodos direction. And Man, you could have had. 108, Bane. 108's on there? Yeah. Oh. The Hope Conspiracy. Earth Crisis? Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Man, you could have a great hardcore mix on there, too. They started out so interesting. The yeah. label? Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I was looking through some of the bands on their Modern roster. Life is War? Yeah, I think they did uh, the one that nobody liked. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that record. And that's the one that I like. <laughs> Uh, not Witness, but Midnight in America. Yeah, it's the next one. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> Stagger Lee. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, they got, a, they got a crazy lineup. So many options for different so styles options. of mixes, and you chose this mix. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Okay, With all those that you said, <laughs> imagine me doing this mix, and all the songs that you guys hate would probably be on mine. 
I don't oh. know if you could pick anyone from Equal Vision that I'd really hate. No, no, I, the songs. I'm great at picking songs where I'm like, well, this song was their top hit, so I'm going to pick this one. You're <laughs> like, oh, fuck that. That's the terrible song. Yeah, but five <laughs> Juliana Theory songs. Yeah. I, I like the Juliana Theory. Have you guys heard never, all the yeah, small never. things but Blink-182? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I would have thrown that on there. I didn't know that Vinny is a current member or current active artist. Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I got uh, – he did an album or did a side project called Pieced Out hmm. that is uh, pretty cool. I got one of their like limited edition ten inch vinyls. That's like a, it's got an etching on the backside, so it's not playable. But the other side is like the whole album. That's fucked up. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like, funny to me, me on that one that Vinny is a current artist and a past artist is this time next year, which is that's a that's an album from the movie Life. Oh really? Yeah, which Vinny was in. Oh, okay. So the band, I see. That's so funny. they named the band after the yeah. album. <laughs> yeah, it's a song too. I think. Does he have anything to do with it? No, mm-hmm. that's a West Coast band. Oh yeah, I forgot about the movie life. They're so good. They are, but then when I heard "I Am the Avalanche," I'm like, "Well, this is what I want." Yeah. You know, like the movie life is great, but. As soon as I Am the Avalanche came out, I was like, well, why would I go back? That's one of the few... RJ, I Am the Avalanche has a song that it's one of the few bass-driven reggae-style songs <laughs> that I like. Yeah. You know what I'm talking eyes? about. Uh, Is that no, the one? No, or it's it's, uh, it's where it starts with... Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I cannot remember the name of that song. Do, 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 that do, is what, do, what, do, do, what year do. was this, would you say? Oh, you listened to six. it. Oh, six. Oh, six yeah. or oh, seven. I yeah. think this might have been my Taking Back Sunday, Thursday, and Blink-182 time. That's perfect. That's, that's all I listened to. I didn't, I didn't, oh, but I didn't source out. You would have loved I'm the Avalanche. I probably would have. Yeah. I've heard of the name. You Don't haven't listened to them? Don't know what it is. No, we're, we're going to listen for the rest of the night. <laughs> I Friday know Taking Back Sunday, and I know Thursday, and I know Blink oh, do. Friday nights are avalanche <laughs> nights from now on. I'm doing deep dives on yeah, all of them. Sorry, we got to put the podcast on hold. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a break and listen to their three albums in their entirety. <laughs> okay. We'll be right back. Um, all right, let's get into 2020 Vision. Um, all right, so starting off the mix, we've got FCPREMIX by The Fall of Troy off of. Uh, I want to say it's pronounced Doppelganger. Doppelganger. <laughs> just because they threw those stupid umlauts up there. Yeah. I, I just wanted to make sure I added a remix to this. Yeah. <laughs> the R. Kelly style remix. Uh, it's track number three off of that album coming out at three minutes and 57 seconds. Uh, the Fall of Troy is an American rock band from Mukultio, Washington. Uh, the band is a trio consisting of Thomas Eric, Andrew Horseman and Tim Ward, who was later replaced by Frank Ean following the departure of the band in late 2007. Ean would remain in the band until their initial breakup in 2010, but Ward rejoined the band in Ian's place in their reunion in 2013. Lots of drama there. Mm. Uh, the tree is known for their technical, dynamic style, unorthodox song structures, and energetic stage presence. The group, the group has released six full-length albums, 
two EPs, two singles prior to the fall of Troy's formation. When each member was about 17 years old, all three founding members were in another group named the 30 Years War, who released two EPs. Uh, Doppelganger is their second studio album from uh, American mathcore band, The Fall of Troy. <laughs> they had to throw in the mathcore. Gotta, gotta label it. Uh, which followed up the band's bootleg Ghost Ship Demos EP from 2004, as well as a self-titled LP from 2003. Uh, four of the songs, I Just Got the Symphony Going, uh, this song, Mouth Sykes, and Mouth Sykes Sidewinder Missiles, uh, Wacko Jacko Steals the Elephant Man's Bones, were re-recorded versions of tracks from the self-titled album, hence the name Doppelganger. Um, yeah, I, I never got that. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, those are the only two albums that I listened to. Oh, yeah. And then I realized that this one was just like remastered. I was like, cool, Doppelganger, sick name. <laughs> Damn, I'm dumb. Yeah. Cool album art, sick name. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Mathcore, fuck yeah. Yeah, I think so... When I first heard Fall of Troy, I was a sophomore in high school. So it would have been 2005 or 2006. Yeah, probably about the same time as me. Yeah. And um, I remember they that, that same year they came to Sacramento and I saw them. Boardwalk? And, uh, yes, I want to say. Or Roseville. Oh, it might have been Roseville now that I think about it. I saw them at both. Yeah, I think but it was But I Roseville. feel like I was with you at one of them. Yeah, I no. think it might have been Roseville. Yeah. Pretty sick show. I think Fall of Troy, I'm positive, oh. is the first time I heard the term mathcore. Yeah, I think so, too, because I hadn't heard anything like it. And I was like, oh, if this is what mathcore is, sign me up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was it, uh, did you ever see Between the Beard and Me? Yeah. That was the show. Was that Were a Were you there, Roger? Is that was the one I got super high at? And yeah, we going? all got super high. And then was, I went and watched was, a dude play fucking Alaska. Oh, you know, yeah. There's one that I couldn't <laughs> go back into because we got we smoked in the back of a truck. And I was not capable of going back in. So we <laughs> sat in the truck. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I went in. I, I, I think, yeah, I, I didn't see the rest of that show. It was with uh, <laughs> either Bane or Comeback Kid. Yeah, I didn't I think it was Comeback Kid. Yeah. Comeback Kid. That I was missed Comeback Kid because I was too high. <laughs> no, the, I had one where I was. I did. I missed the end. Yeah. So whoever played, I don't oh, remember. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> Drugs are bad. There's some girl in the parking lot that was just we we're smoking weed with that was playing peaches on her car Sucking stereo. On my titties yeah. like you want. Call. I think that was the oh, first time t- I heard peaches. I was like, I want to know more about the teachers of peaches. <laughs> I want to fuck the pain away. I want to fuck the pain away. <laughs> Come back, kid. Fuck the pain away. Fuck wake the silence. Yeah. Wake up. I don't need that. Fuck the pain away. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the Fall of Troy, they were them at the time for me. It was like I heard Embrace the End and I was like, I like a lot of this. Mm-hmm. And then there's like other metal bands that everyone was getting to. I was like, ah, I like hardcore. And then, like, the Fall of Troy was, like, this weird middle ground. Them and specifically Between the Barrier to Me is Alaska were, like, the only, like, middle ground where I was just like, I like this metal. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember Silent Circus, the album coming out, and yeah. listening to that and just, uh, like, realizing, I was like, this is all metal and it's super technical. But then he's singing through a lot of it and yeah. it's like structured so strangely like i can't bring this to somebody and pick a random song and be like listen to this metal <laughs> you know yeah. like 
it was all different. I was like, I didn't know you could do that. That's I know. Cool. Yeah, and everyone started. To, I think the next band after that was like Mastodon. I was just like, I don't. This is too much for me. I'm just gone. <laughs> yeah. I'm gone at this point, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I actually listened to uh, Leviathan this week. Oh, nice. And that album still holds up for me. Yeah. Newer stuff. I'm like, nah. I don't need Mastodon. But mm-hmm. Leviathan, fucking sick. Yeah. It's all like Captain Ahab songs. <laughs> Moby Dick. The White Whale. Um, RJ, what's your relationship with the Fall of Troy? I, I know the name. Um, don't know if I could pick a song. FCPP um, Remix. Well, I know, uh, Remix to I, I know this one. Yeah. I thought it was an R. Kelly song when I first saw it. <laughs> I know. Threw it on there for you. I was like, dang. <laughs> I've heard the name before. I kind of skimmed through the songs, and I was like, I don't think I know any of these songs. But that, that style, I'm like, oh, I've seen this style before. And I thought, like, Hawthorne Heights and cool stuff like that. Ooh, some Hawthorne Heights. Mm. <laughs> I always, but I, I, I could never get on the Hawthorne Heights train. No. I never was, could never get on that train. Well, see, I heard it, and I was like, that's cool. And then I associated it with one of my friends, and I was like, oh, he listens to this type of music. So I was <laughs> like, this is the, his genre. So yeah. he would play it inside of his truck, and I'm like, cool. This is not Taking Back Sunday, Thursday, of Blank 182. Cool. Yeah. Was it when Dustin had the swoopy hair? Oh, yes. <laughs> that that would have been Dustin's swoopy hair time. <laughs> yeah, I remember Adrian left Hawthorne Heights. And- I just missed the Adrian swoopy hair. Oh, some glorious <laughs> Just days. missed it. Yeah. Once he found AFI, or like once I showed him AFI, then he was out, out of Marilyn Manson phase. Oh, no. I remember. No he, more ICP. He literally he showed like, up. And AFI's <laughs> fucking sick. And then it was just all downhill from there. <laughs> they came, I think it was like freshman or sophomore year or whatever. Now he's <laughs> filming shit for Netflix. And then literally they show up and literally he has like the, like the weird bowl cut with like the ball necklace. Yeah. Just like the like Marilyn Manson shirt, and I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's yeah. how I knew him. That's how I always. He's the first one to ever show me ICP. Like he had all their albums in the, one of them big CD binders, and I was like, yeah, I was cool. impressed by his Whatever. collection. He was just like, check all these. I was like, damn. Yeah, and I even in like seventh grade, I was like, yeah, I still don't like Marilyn Manson. Like I'm young <laughs> and impressionable. You could convince me of anything except to like Marilyn Manson. Have you heard the beautiful people? Sure. <laughs> yeah. It's Great. About people, how they're beautiful yeah. inside. Yeah, dope shows. <laughs> I get it. You got no dick. Whatever. Did Adrian at that time have a like a hot topic white belt? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, uh, no, so no, no, many no, no, no. people we knew had a white studded belt. I, no, I think he had the studded belt, and then maybe progressed to the white belt. It might okay. had stars on it, and then uh, it would yeah. have done that. Yeah, and then yeah. he would have changed his style, and then the hair would have been grown out with the white belt. I always like had this stuff, and I never wore it. It's like I would buy it and then wear it once, and be like, I can't wear a fucking white belt. This is stupid. <laughs> yeah. What am I doing? No. Except for the ball necklace. I stuck with that throughout most of high school. It was like and how Jewish people like to a puka shell neck. <laughs> <laughs> I just hid it under my serape. Yeah. No, it's like how like uh, like Italians or like Jewish people always have their necklace, like yeah. the Star David or like the cross. It's yeah. like I just kept my ball necklace. <laughs> underneath my Mexican poncho sweatshirt while I was playing hacky sack. Remember when Dustin had the, Remember the, your roots. The, the puka shell necklace thing? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Man, those were the days. Yeah, I only, I barely had swoopy hair Dustin. It was like for a brief moment and then he was done with it. Because uh, the first time that I met Dustin, it might have been the first time I met you as well, Devin. 
was when you guys came back from like South Carolina or North Carolina or whatever. Oh yeah. Wedding? Uh, was it a wedding or a military graduation? No, it was a uh, yeah, Vilt's graduation. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think it was that night. Like you guys had like driven into town and you guys were like went your first stop was Safeway parking lot because <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> yes. sure you guys yeah. still yeah. had stuff in the back because that's when Dustin and the the old Dustin had a Tacoma. Then he was like, no, 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 no more Tacomas. Now he's back in. <laughs> yep. Yeah, all in those Tacomas now. Yeah. Uh, remember your roots. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, we we're so excited on that trip because we, uh, we found a waffle house that allowed indoor smoking. And we're like, Oh my God. And we were like 16. I know his dad didn't know that like he smoked. His dad didn't give a shit if I smoked, but yeah, we just like walked like a mile and a half in like the, Dirty, gross weather that is South Carolina, or no, it was in Georgia. Just humid, shitty weather at like midnight, and it was still felt like it was a hundred degrees out. <laughs> just to go smoke a cigarette inside a Waffle House, <laughs> and it was worth it. And I would do it again. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm positive because I had smoked cigarettes before then, and then I. Th- I think I was with Dustin in one night and he was like, but have you had Turkish golds? <laughs> I was like, I was like, no. <laughs> uh, Turkish gold. That sounds regal. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what is this delicious flavor? I'm tasting. <laughs> is, this, is this what the queen smokes? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I remember all those like camel flavored cigarettes. Like they can't do yeah. that anymore. Oh, really? It's all illegal. Yeah. Well, they're oh, outlawing crazy. menthols. Oh yeah. I saw that. Like, but uh, like Marlboro Lights it used to be called Marlboro Lights. Now they're uh, Marlboro Marlboro Whites or Silvers. <laughs> I think they're Silvers. Yeah, because you can't call them Lights because light in uh, insinuates that it's better for you. Ah, that's funny. It's like I don't think anybody that's smoking is like I need the cigarette that's better for me. It's yeah. like no, they're smoking. Like yeah. everybody knows nowadays, smoking's bad. If yeah. you're doing it, you don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't care what you call them. They're people still smoke anymore. Or this vape. I still see people smoking. Depends on where you are. True. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a certain generation that still smokes, and that's about it. It is weird to see somebody smoking in public now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially yeah. if they're younger. Let's see yeah. Older people. It'll come back around to be cool again. Yeah, I see some uh, some youths every once in a while riding their Those razor scooters, youths. smoking cigarettes, <laughs> and I always cross the street to avoid them because they'll make fun of me <laughs> and they look ethnic so <laughs> yeah. this one looks german <laughs> um yeah i love the fall of troy i love this song this album is like one of the best beginning to end albums i think i maybe have only listened to one other of their albums but that's it i listened to the one before this and then this one and then a few of their songs that they came out with later on. Yeah. But by that time I was like out of the phase of them, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then I listened to this album again. I'm like, God damn, it's a good album. Still yeah. like it. It's tight. It's good. Tight. It goes. RJ, how'd you feel towards this song? It was all right. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, I have nothing against it, but I was just like going through to their similar artists and I was just like, oh, I, I know that name and circus survive. I know I like them. So I was just like, all right, they have that style. So I just gonna, I skimmed through their songs and I was like, they don't seem like a band I would hate. So, I mean, I just got to give them more of a listen. Yeah. Real quick. Like I do the, uh, 
you know, least favorite, oh, most yeah, favorite. That's right. So for RJ, I have uh, favorite is five, least favorite four. Oh, I should write these down, huh? I mean, you can kind of decide as we go, I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, favorite five, least favorite four, favorite uh, artist one. So I'm already off on this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then for Mike, uh, favorite song one, least favorite three, favorite artist four. Ooh, okay. Yeah. All right. This was hard for me to to figure out what you guys would like. Yeah. On this, especially me. Yeah. <laughs> and especially <laughs> since you know a lot of them too. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know, I don't know how you feel about all of them, but I know that you know of them. The Fall of Troy seems weird to like if you if you're <clears throat> RJ who never listened to them at the time and are going back listening to them, I don't know if you hear anything distinct enough that sets them apart. Because at the time, they were very different from everyone else. Yeah. But now, listening to them... There's like so many other artists. Exactly. Like Yeah, them. like a lot like Birds and yeah. Dance Gavin Dance. Mm-hmm. Like, anything in that genre is... Uh, Chiodos. I mean, everything yeah. on Equal Vision, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. yeah, I, I want to imagine... like listening at you know back in those days because i mean i i literally had my bands that i listened to but if you threw something like this towards me i'd be like whoa this is not taking back sunday <laughs> well yeah because there were screamo bands but there weren't screamo bands that were this technical if that makes sense. Yeah. This is very technical yeah. stuff I was going through. And I'm like, nowadays, it's normal. That's funny because RJ compared it to Hawthorne Heights. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I would have never made that connection because when we found them, they were playing with like Between the Buried and Me. Yeah. And I saw them with uh, Bear vs. Shark and you know Bane, Comeback Kid. Like bands that wouldn't play with Hawthorne Heights. Yeah. You know? And I always associate it with that. I think I saw them with Terramelos once. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, so it's like, they're in that vein to me. Like they're not like super technical. It's just like they they riff. You know, mm-hmm. it's nothing that you hear that's like, oh, I don't know how they did that. It's just like oh, I don't. That's crazy that they are doing that. Yeah, for the genre that they're yeah. associated with. Yeah, yeah. It's the same yeah. thing when like Circus Survive when that first album first came out. It's yeah, just like, holy shit! What are they I doing heard that on their guitars? Like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's different. Yeah, this isn't Sayo Yeah, wait, they have. <laughs> Multiple pedals? What? Yeah. <laughs> that was like foreign can, for emo bands or anything in the genre. Put them together? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, they have a board? There's like a whole yeah. board of them. <laughs> What's he going to do with that? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to play the guitar and all those stupid things? <laughs> you guys doing Rush... Co- or Not Rush. Yeah. <laughs> you guys doing Rush covers tonight? Yeah. I thought Rush. so. <laughs> you doing Rush drum covers yeah. with your feats? <laughs> you you Neil Peart of feats? <laughs> <laughs> dude when i saw minus the bear live oh yeah that dude's feet are an instrument on their own like <laughs> this like i never gave too much thought about how they make their music but like highly refined pirates and menu Celoso are like super technical uh indie albums they're like the sounds on them are almost like robotic and like computer generated but he plays them all live with a guitar and the way that he does it is like he has these loop pedals and he'll just play loops and like play it backwards or like manipulate them. So he plays like a riff and then records it in the loop live while they're playing it. And then like ding, 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 ding. Like it's an instrument on its own. Yeah. It's cool. The guitar nerd on that level is just beyond me. I don't. 
Yeah. It's just it's just always been like I'm just like we got the blues though. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you just fucking shred the, this this the same bars <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> but have you tried the blues on weed? <laughs> <laughs> With a lot of mommy and daddy's money <laughs> to buy some cool pedals with. It's funny. I want to know who, because it's not the edge. The edge is not the bridger of the gap for these <laughs> no. guys. I want to know who is like the big bridger of the gap for like the modern day guitar heads who have fucking 25 pedals on display all the time. And- I mean, a lot of them have like huge pedal board setups now. Yeah. Uh, I saw, who was it? I want to say like, um, Phoebe Bridgers or somebody like very simple like that had a full pedal board set up and was showing like her two or maybe it was Julian Baker, but her like touring setup versus her um her practice setup or like her small gig setup. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why do you what do you use all those for? Oh, I wonder if that replaced the concept because it used to be that like uh traveling like bands and musicians, like they would have like ten or fifteen guitars that they would bring with them. I yeah, the pedal basically replaced that concept. Probably, It'd just be like, I don't need an SG for this. I got yeah. a pedal. <laughs> I can make an SG. Yeah, <laughs> I just think of like you know Caspian. They're like, we have seventeen thousand pedals Fuck. up here, and each yeah. member has a different like group of pedals. Yeah. Oh yeah. Caspian do you think they shows. like? Do you think they share pedals? Like, let me touch your pedal. Oh no. No, do not mess with those <laughs> settings. Yeah, those are very, no, no, very no. specific settings. I remember being so nervous with even some dudes at like the practice space of being like, I'm not going to mess with your dials. Yeah, <laughs> you don't touch the dial because yeah. nobody knows what they're doing with those. But yeah. when they find a sound they like, they yeah. don't want to lose it. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's like you just keep on turning them until you like it. Yeah, it's like some. It, it's like somebody trying to figure out a Rubik's cube and getting really close, and then somebody comes along. And it's like, what's this twisty cube? Oh yeah, <laughs> it just fucks it all up. And then like, you go I'll to never the room with the guy who actually knows everything, and it's like a Coney's room, and you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be in this room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like dude, you just gotta adjust the attack, put a little release on the y axis, and you know. Make sure to pump up the sustain here. The delays, you know, one eighth notes. He's like, check this out. What does it sound like? I'm like, distortion. Check this out. What does it sound like? Distortion, but more. It's more distortion. Yeah. More what distortion. does it sound like? Clean. Yeah. He's like, get out of my room. Yeah. Like, this one sounds like this one sounds like disturbed. Yeah. That's just that's just David Draymond from Disturbed saying, oh wow. Oh, yeah, but I'm making yeah. it with my guitar. So at work today weirdest thing literally i was just this uh we have this new young lady that uh was helping me run out food today and i was like you pick the music she's like i gotta pick the music and i was like yeah you pick whatever i was listening to my mix that i was gonna play today wait i don't show i don't mean this to be creepy but how young we talking (laughs) that sounds like she just turned 21 okay Ooh. so and i was listening to r kelly yes (laughs) 21 is the limit for his music. Yeah. So I was like, it's like buying a handgun. What song? <laughs> a certain age. What song do you want me to play, or what group? And she's like, I want to listen to Limp Biscuit Radio. And I stopped and I looked at her. I was like, What? She's like, I just want to hear the one that she does with uh, he does with Method Man. And I was like, That's significant other. Wait, she <laughs> said, You're all about the Nookie. Yeah. <laughs> So you're all about And the I was like, do you want the biscuit or do you want the radio? And she's like, the radio's fine. And I was like going through and I'm like, Slipknot came up and she's like, that's fine. And I was like, you know who these people because she okay, she's not the hot topic type. She's not 
She, she's like, I like to go I out. Stopped and been like, who hurt you? She's like, yeah. she likes to go hiking. She likes to. She's very. She's very Dutch Brothers. <sighs> that that's where she came from. And I was just like, like okay. I'm like, what about like non point comes up on here? She's like, don't know who that is. I was like, right, corn. She's like, no, they're fine. And I'm like, how do you know? I, you how you don't know these bands? And then I was like going through, and she's like, yeah, I know them. And I was like, how do you know these bands? She's like, my mom listened to a lot of music when <laughs> I was younger. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. And I was like, we're getting that mom. old. We're yeah. getting that old. I was like, her mom is me. This is classic rock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. You should have been I was like, going to ask if she had a pill addiction. Because that would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> you should have asked, do you know about Chop Suey? Yeah. <laughs> you, no, mean, no. you mean wake up? <laughs> put on just to put on a little makeup. System down came on and I started laughing and she's like, "Oh, I like the song." Why'd you leave the about the table? And I was like, oh. "Wow, that's interesting." Especially since she requested the one with Method Man because that's like not a popular. No, it's one. not. Have you heard that one? It's a deep cut. It's, yeah, it is a deep <laughs> yeah. cut. I literally, I knew I was like significant other. Got it. Yeah. Now was Godsmack on this radio? Um, I only God listened to like six songs, and then somebody kicked me off the radio. They're I wonder like, where the line mean. is. <laughs> like God's God's gotta be. They there. have to be on there. If they put yeah. Slipknot on there, which is different from Limp Bizkit, <sighs> yeah, was Three Door Down, Three Doors Down on there. Ooh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. If That's would be. borderline. Yeah, Superman. If I'm That's more like Nickelback. It did yeah, play yeah. something that threw me off, and I was like, this shouldn't be on there. But it was like something like you know, Three Doors Down ish, and I'm like, they. They're too soft. Hmm. <laughs> I forgot who it was, though. Probably Creed. Can you try me The awesome Stained featuring oh, yeah. Fred Durst, Family Values Tour 2002. Oh, doing, so, uh, fuck, the acoustic one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is Uncle yes. Cracker there? No, oh, he, he, I talked about him, but I didn't see him, but he was probably on there somewhere. <laughs> so I made a mixtape for you guys of just uh, ballads, and it's all just, it's stained. Um, Kid Rock doing Only God Knows Why. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, fuck, what's the other one? Can you put that Kid Rock one that, um, he, what's that Shania Twain or something he does with? When he became a cowboy? Yeah, he, when he's uh, cowboy, I'm a cowboy. No, 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 no. But then he's like, did like one where he's just singing, where he's just like, I got my one. Oh yeah, fuck. Okay, I'll look for that one. No, the <laughs> one that I had, <laughs> the one that I had on there is the one when Joe C died, and he was super sad. Yeah, he and was. I think it's with Uncle Cracker. It's only God knows why. And then uh, Limp Biscuit has, uh, fuck, I forgot the name of it. But the one when from you the hear movie. It's a it's a it's a ballad. It, it, those, he yeah. has one that we're from a movie. It sounds like it's from a movie. But yeah, that stained one, like that dude gets into that song. He's like just screaming it out. He's like, Man, this is what I feel. It's like, really? <laughs> you feel this kind of music? Yeah. Yeah. It's a different age back different then. Different time. <laughs> All right, so song number two. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, second track, we've got Toe Cutter by Bars off of Introducing. Uh, it's track number five off the album, coming at three minutes, 24 seconds. Uh, Bars, uh, hardcore punk history. The band offered up an album that is a stripped-down sonic onslaught. Uh, the debut is laden with the pissed-off rock-and-roll swagger that is pummeling as it is catchy. 
regardless of perspective or expectations, bars makes rock and roll and makes it explode. Uh, formed in 2002 in Boston, um, influenced and channeled them into raw, blah, 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 blah. After a few rehearsals and in between touring schedules with uh, Give Up the Ghost, The Hope, Conspiracy, and Suicide File, they began writing songs with only one goal in mind start a band that is truly no frills punk rock. As things started to fall into place, uh, the first handful of ideas quickly grew into 10 songs displaying the influence of such bands like the Dead Boys and Entombed. Um, yeah, so Bars was a band that I want to say I heard from listening to The Suicide File. I think I oh. got into Suicide File, and then that's what got me into Bars, because I want to say I bought this CD... I want to say at like Amoeba or Raspi. I, it, it was in San Francisco. It was not um, up in Sacramento. Huh. Um, but yeah, I got this during probably 2006, 2007 or something. Um, but yeah, I got this album and I was super stoked on it. I was stoked on it enough that in the band that we were in, I basically wrote a song that was exactly like Bars. Um, in that first uh, takeover thing that we did, there's a song called Lost that we yes, did. Yes, that was my favorite one. Yeah, which is basically I heard bars and I was like, I think I could do that. And That's then, a dun it, dun it, dun it, yeah, dun exactly. It. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> is this the band practice that I fell asleep to? Yes, yeah, probably. That's one of the many. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. yeah, so I was a big fan of bars just because they did. They kept things. They played, I believe, in major chords and for the most part and they didn't change their tuning and i was just like fuck yeah i love rock and roll let's do this <laughs> uh, and then adrian ruined that but yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i love like i love the riffage yeah you know it was kind of like uh the mix that you made with all those like but like they were heavier you know it was like metal bordering rock yeah that your songs were like this is just like I don't want to say Andrew WK, but the feeling of like Andrew WK put into hardcore. Yeah. If that makes sense. I don't like Andrew WK, but there's a certain sound that he has that's like, yeah, this is just rock riffs. Well, it's like, it's the most fun that I like, I would yeah. have with like a hardcore band like them and like Sabretooth Zombie. Yeah. And I can't, I can't, I don't know. Those the lyrics like, to one of their songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few of those like hardcore ish type bands or played with hardcore bands that were really punk bands that like I liked and got into. Um yeah. that were kind of more upbeat. Yeah. Um Yeah, I'm trying to think of another one. Well, this had I don't remember Hope Conspiracy too much, but this is kind of like a super group of sorts. Yeah. So with members of Hope Gone. Yeah. Which the I mean the singer, that's that's what crosses over. Hope Conspiracy, it's like they take the 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 groundwork of what they're doing with this and then they use all that uh melodic hardcore that started happening and i what i love hope conspiracy i think it's the best i can't remember them too much but i uh, i you never would, like listened to them but every time i did hear them i'm like fuck i gotta listen to them <laughs> yeah on whatever death knows your name i think that's the album that opening song it's one of the best opening songs but as soon as if you were to hear it, you'd recognize it. It's just, it's so specific with how it's like built. Mm. Yeah. Which that is another song 
that and take over wrote a song that I heard that Hope Conspiracy song and I was like, I'm pretty sure I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) And then I wrote a takeover song with a riff that was like, I don't know if you remember this, but it was like a really, really slow build up. It was just like dun 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 Yes. That sounds like sleepy time. And then I was doing some sweet pull offs on it. Yeah. No, it's like every time we played those songs, I'm like, fuck yeah, this is what I'm in for. Like, we can play this for 30 minutes. I don't give a fuck. Let it build up for 30 minutes. Sick. Yeah, it's so funny during that time. Like, anytime I'd hear hear a new band that I liked, I would hear a song and be like, I'm pretty sure I could write that. Yeah. 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 I just remember, like, the extent of my songwriting with you guys. Like, I I would just play along to whatever you were playing for the most part. And then whatever I was learning on bass, like, whether it be, like, runs of some sort or, like, uh, like adding a fifth or, you know, just, like, more technical stuff. I'd, like, try it out every once in a while. And Mm -hmm. then there was the one song. It was something ridiculous. It was with... Please die when we recorded on the handicap. Oh yeah, Th- at, those are at Broopolis. So good, <laughs> and it was called like Laser Dragon or something. Yeah, that made no sense, and I fucking love playing that song because yeah. it made no sense. The song made no sense. And I was like, <laughs> this is the music that we need to make. I like, know. It's so it was a, sick. It was a bummer that it took us long, long enough to get to that point. And then we wrote those whatever three or four songs, and they're easily the best songs that we. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And never played those ones live. I don't no, think. No, no, because yeah. we were just at Broopolis recording those. <laughs> yeah, oh, Broopolis. One summer. Sick. I just I love the uh, the green means go in the beginning of that song. It's oh like, yeah, green means go. <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as he sees the green light, drums. I gotta find those recordings. Those are so fun. I have them somewhere, or. I think they might still be on MySpace, but I don't think all of them. Oh are. yeah, that's right. Something with a wolf. Prayer wolf. Prayer wolf. <laughs> yes, that was the one where like somebody just let me do some dumbass bass shit in the beginning, and I was like, hell yeah. That's because like, we were we had <laughs> someone got away from us musically, yeah, and it allowed yeah. us a lot to freer to sp- spread our musical <laughs> wings. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so good! Yeah, yeah. Um, there was nobody like, no, no. We gotta write. We gotta like write this song like this. It was just Chris just being like, sick. Yeah, like I'll pull out. Like I got a book of lyrics. Like I'm gonna throw any of these lyrics at it. Fuck it, let's play it. Record it for the first time. Like, yeah, one take. I'm like, yes, this is great. Um, RJ, had you heard bars before? I have not. Nice. How would you feel towards this song? Was sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is my defeater era kind of t- t- style of mm-hmm. you know, and I I love this. I, I enjoyed song two when it came on. Okay, nice, interesting. Yeah, love the song, love this album. Bars get banned. This whole album's toit. Three yeah. cummies. Did you listen to any more of the album, Roger? I have not, but I'm going to. Should yeah, that's cool. I, I almost put the the first song on it, but it's so like anthemic and like. This song takes over any mixtape. And like this one yeah. had like a little bit of a slow build to it. That I was like, oh, it fits a little bit more with the other songs. And I still love this song. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So track number three, we've got Buses, No Buses by the great and powerful Beaver Shark. Beaver Shark. Off of right now, you're in the best hands. And if something isn't quite right, your doctor will know in a hurry. 
It's track number three off that album, coming out at three minutes and 14 seconds. Bear vs. Shark, American post-hardcore band from Highland, Michigan. Uh, they were founded in 2001 and disbanded in 2005 after releasing one EP and two full-length studio albums while signed to Equal Vision. Uh, the band re- later reunited in 2016 for some shows. Uh, the members of the group have known each other all their lives and some members forming friendships as early as preschool. The band actually formed during their college years when the members were playing at separate projects. Um, the group has cited classic rock and punk as well as the Clash, Fugazi, and Motown influences to the group's sound. Uh, the group initially sent a demo to Equal Vision Records. A representative from the label flew out immediately to sign the group. Since the release of Right Now, uh, the band has toured the United States extensively, headlining and opening for other major acts, such as Coed and Cambria. Um, yeah, I believe the first time I heard Bear vs. Shark was a Dustin play in his car. And I was just like, huh? Yeah. He like, used to hate him, too. Really? Yeah. He, was uh, it because of Terrorhawk? No. Terrorhawk Terror is Hawk when he is- started... That's liking right. Them. Liking yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. I was shown them by a guy that we worked with at Roundtable that he didn't like. And he, and he would always wear the Bear vs. Shark sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, fuck that guy in his stupid Beaver Shark sweatshirt. <laughs> he thought it was Beaver Shark. And I was like, no, I think it's Beaver Shark. <laughs> and then uh, we had, um, like, I never really listened to him, you know, because the internet wasn't prevalent at that time. Yeah. But my, uh, we did like a Secret Santa thing one year. And my, uh, manager there got me and I, like, I was talking to him about music and he's like just listen to these guys and you might not be into it but you got to see them live and they're playing like a week from now and you should go see them because I think you might like them and I was like alright I'll try it out and then I was like hey, it's my favorite band of all time forever yeah <laughs> yeah now yeah now I'm positive that Terror Hawk is the first album that I heard from them from Dustin. I remember thinking I was like, oh, this is interesting and cool. And then when I heard this, I was like, holy shit, this album. Because mm-hmm. I like Terror Hawk. I think it's good. This yeah. album has something else going on with it that's less like I don't want to say pop. It's just like Terror Hawk just feels feels like they were able to write songs more clearly. Maybe yeah. Um, and this well, is just like they're just doing whatever the fuck they want. It seems like they had a drummer that was a juggalo <laughs> for this album. Okay, who really ma- he's it's uh, like this song especially uh, one of my favorite like drum songs all the way through. Like the rhythm of it is so great, but the, the whole album like has a feel feel to it that mm-hmm. seems uh, not rehearsed. It seems like impromptu, I guess, and. That's all from like the drummer and the rhythm section. Like the bass lines are just cool. It's nothing like crazy technical, but it's like bouncy and fun. But uh, like you were reading uh, for the description, like these guys knew each other their whole lives basically and just played music. And it's basically Prayer Wolf the band, you know? Like they just, they had no limitations on what music they wanted to make. Like you said, they were influenced by. Fagazi and Motown, mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's crazy. Yeah, and their drummer's an ICP fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I mean it's 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 really hard because like it's either Five Six Kids or Kylie. That's like my favorite song. Oh yeah, it's one of those two. 
because I love like five six kids on Terrorhawk is just it's just a great song. But Kylie is just like it's so different from the other stuff that they do. And the whole the two songs leading up to it, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like that whole section of the album. It's like I just I love albums like that. You know, Coheed and Cambridge is another example where you got to listen to like. You got. I I didn't want to put Kylie on because it is such a good song on yeah. its own, but I love hearing the songs before it leading into it. Mm-hmm. Like it just changes the whole feel, yeah, of the song. But not too many people do that on albums anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, RJ, uh, I'm familiar. I mean, I've listened to Bear vs. Shark. They're fantastic. I love their energy. They're very sporadic, and I love it. It's just craziness. Um, I've heard the song before. Uh, and I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, they're one of the few bands that, like, you would just have to say, you got to listen to them. I mean, yeah. I feel like it's <laughs> one of those you listen to and you just take a deep breath. You're like, okay, cool. Yeah. That was great. That was That's great. so funny because in my head, like, because you're saying, like, it's chaotic and crazy. And I, like, I don't hear that because I feel like this is, like, a perfect song in my head. The way every song that I like should be structured. Yeah. Like, the, chaos, like chaos, his vocal chaos. range, it's not yeah. even like chaos to me necessarily. Maybe it's because I've heard it so much, but like, I love the, the stops and starts. Like, I love that gimmick. I love the, the bridge changing to something completely different. I love the, uh, you know, his vocal pattern changing so much and this yeah. just fucking crazy ass yell, you know, to like a talk singing almost. Mm-hmm. And then like, fast toxing it's like it's varied and it's all over the place but in like an organized fashion you know yeah but the, like this is like the template for songs that i like like i hear a lot of other songs so not intro verse chorus verse chorus, <laughs> yeah. chorus bridge chorus i mean you could do that but just make each part interesting you know like it's there's a lot of like power throughout the song and it flows very well and like you know has a lull Throughout the bridge, RJ, know. what song could Bear vs. Shark cover that's a Blink song? Mm. Yeah, I'd oh. say something. Ooh, Carousel. You're gonna go older. Yeah, Carousel has sweet bass riff. It does have, a <laughs> sweet and I want to hear that riff. done on guitar. <laughs> okay, so it would be a Bear vs. Shark style of a Blink song. Yes, correct. Yeah, I think I'd be down for any of them except their 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 popular ones. I can get rid of all those. Mm, okay, because even I, their newer Adam's song though, like compare that to Kylie. Like yeah, oh, that yeah, that would be, Bear vs. Shark does Adam. That'd song. be fantastic. That'd be right? good. That. Ooh, I kind of want to hear this now. Especially. Where are their number? I'm gonna call them. Yeah, <laughs> call up Tom. <laughs> Um, yeah, Damn. love the song. Love Bear vs Shark, fantastic band. Um, a band that uh, I don't know if anyone's going to care about them, or they'll just go to the um, yeah, go into the nothings in ten or fifteen years. Once, what bands would you compare them to? Like, is there anything out now, or did anything come out afterwards that you could be like, not that this I is like heard. Bear vs Shark? No, not I haven't I heard, heard anything. No one who just does like random what seems like spoken word stuff in the middle of songs and yeah that's that like, like Fugazi element that's in there. Idols is like the closest thing that I've heard. Yeah, but even then they, they have so many other the yeah they have so many other influences that it's mm-hmm. like yeah yeah 
Yeah, I was starting to think about that, and I was like, I don't think, I don't think anything compares because when people try to do what they do, it just turns out chaotic for the sake of being chaotic. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, like, yeah, I wouldn't even. I, you know what? The closest thing that I can think of is probably the Blood Brothers. And it's only mm. because they have the same type of energy to their songs and they have mm-hmm. a varying like sound, yeah. just like Bear vs. Shark does. Older Portugal the Man can be like uh like a Wilco version of Bear vs. Shark too. Because mm-hmm. it's um which is weird. They're they're an Alaska band. And I feel like that kind of informs the music a little bit. It's very different. Like their old stuff is similar to like Blood Brothers, but it's not as like frenetic and chaotic. So Bear vs. Shark, the fans also like, they are, these arms are snakes. Oh, yeah. Um, you also have Sparta. I can, dr- I can understand Sparta, but I disagree with that. They say like Sparta in the snap case. Uh, at the drive-in. Yeah, at the drive-in, I yes. 100%. See. You know what? That did come on autoplay. One Arm Scissor came on, and I was like, yeah, I get it. What about Cursive? No. No? Not at all. Cursive <laughs> is like uh, it's like if Bear vs. Shark did heroin. Uh, Blood <laughs> Bro- Brothers is on here. Planes mistaken for stars? Mm, no. 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 I'm okay with them, but no. And the Rival Schools, Me Without You. Rival Schools? They're like, fu- that's more like bars. They're like riff heavy. It's hardcore. They don't Bar even stuff. know. And yeah. This, this algorithm. Yeah. Yeah, I think Bear Shark confused them. Throw yeah. a wrench in the gears. <laughs> They're like, what is this? Yeah. We're just going to throw a random. Yeah. You can take this. Yeah. When the first time I saw them live was at the boardwalk, and uh, it was. No, the second time I saw them, and it was when Terror Hawk was being released. And they were doing all songs from Terror Hawk, and the dude was wearing an eye patch, and he didn't address it till like halfway through the show. <laughs> and he's like, he was like making jokes about like you know pirate shit, and everybody just assumed like it was pirate shit. But he was wearing it because the show like a week before he got too crazy and hit himself in the eye with a microphone, <laughs> like, which I feel like shows the type of shows that they put on. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, like so much energy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Such a good band. All right, let's move on. Track number four. We got Heaven in Her Arms by Converge off of Jane Doe. Track number eight off that album, coming out four minutes and one seconds. Uh, Converge, American hardcore band, Jacob Bannon and Kurt Ballou from Salem, Massachusetts, uh, formed in 1990. Uh, during the recording of their seminal fourth album, Jane Doe, the group became a four-piece with the departure of guitarist Aaron Dalbeck and the addition of bassist Nate Newman or Newton and drummer Ben Kohler. The lineup has remained intact since. Uh, they have released nine studio albums, three live albums, and numerous EPs. The band's sound is rooted in both hardcore punk and heavy metal, and they are considered pioneers of metalcore as well as the so- subgenre mathcore. Did not know the last part. Hmm. Uh, Converge have uh, enjoyed a relatively high level of recognition. According to All Music, they are regarded as one of the most original and innovative bands to emerge from the punk underground. Uh, their popularity rose with the release of Jane Doe, which was ranked as the best album of the decade. Um, Jane Doe, it's their fourth album, released in 2001. Um, although Jane Doe did not chart, it was commercially a breakthrough for them. Um, it has since been listed as one of the greatest albums of the metalcore genre by various publications. 
and has developed a cult following with the cover art becoming the icon for the band. The live version titled Jane Live was released in 2017. Um, yeah, Converge. Fucking Converge. They're Have great. you seen the list of albums that Kurt Blue has had influence on? It's ridiculous, insane. Like yeah. everything to do with Death Death Wish, and yeah. then some. He's the sound. Yes, yeah. Like yeah. God City has put out so much stuff that he's not even just through Death Wish, but so much good shit. And then like songwriting credits on everything. Like he's all over the place. I wish he's the I Ed could... Sheeran of the metalcore scene. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could go back in time to see what influence he had on Five Minute Ride. Yeah. Because it's it's obviously one it's so different between that first EP and the world needs convincing, right? <clears throat> and mm-hmm. but like I want to know what they brought into there, and then what he was just like, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. So before Five Minute Ride really started playing shows, uh, I was in a computer class with one of their friends. Uh, I think his name was Ben. Um, I think you'd know who he is. Like he was not a member of the band, but he was like part of the band. Mm-hmm. And he was showing me he's like, he's like, yeah, you gotta check out five minute ride. Like what they're playing the show. I don't think they had anything recorded yet, mm-hmm. but he was listening to like embrace the end and poison the well type stuff. Yeah. I don't know if he ever mentioned converge, but we would just talk about music and computer class. And he showed me Rufio and like, it was kind of all over the place, but it was like emo with like old screamo too. Yeah. Like Texas is the reason. Oh yeah. Um, I think Orchid too. It's the first time I heard Orchid, and uh, but yeah, never heard about any Converge. But it seems like it definitely influenced that first stuff. Yeah, because that's where um, that. Anyways, that's where I had heard Converge was when the world needs convincing came out, and then you. I I don't know who. I don't know if it was Adrian or Dustin. I I don't know which one of them was just like. Oh yeah, this guy produced it, and then that's when I heard Converge. So yeah, it came from Five Minute Ride, and then it got to that's how I got to Converge. And I'm pretty sure You Fail Me was the first thing that I heard. I positive it was not Jane Doe. I forgot that You Fail Me came out after Jane Doe. Yeah, for some reason I thought it was earlier. But yeah, yeah I, I think You Fail Me was one of the early ones that I heard. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I. I think it's easy to assume that for us only because it's like it was my first thing that I heard from them. And I, to me, Jane Doe, honestly, it like when you listen to it, like it sounds more um, like there's something about the recording process of it that sounds later than You Fail Me. But that's just me. Mm, like it, yeah. It sounds slightly cleaner, if that makes sense. Yes. That's yeah, it does. That's because yeah. when I was listening to like First Light, Last Light, and Black Cloud, hell yeah, like in a row, like First Light, ugh. yeah, like <sighs> yeah, <laughs> I, I was about to put that on there, and I was like, oh, this is when they switched. Like that's the album that they switched mm. to. I think Death Wish from there. Yeah, um, but I was listening to those. I was like, this sounds way different than Jane Doe. Yeah, Jane Doe has like unintelligible lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and you fail me. It's like you kind of hear what he's saying a little bit, and it's it's gone that way ever since. Like their new shit is incredible, um, and it's more in the vein of you fail me, but like even more so. Yeah, 
Um, but the first song I had ever heard was Concubine, and it was on an Equal Vision mm-hmm. sampler. Yeah. So the first song in the, it was to opened up the Equal Vision sampler, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you can do that? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was intense. It was a sampler with uh, them, Bear vs. Shark. I think it was called Emo is Evil, Emo is Awesome. And had them like planes mistaken for stars, like it was all over the place. Yeah. So it played like heavy ass emo and then like bitch ass emo. Yeah. <laughs> which I liked as well. Yeah. Yeah. It converged really for like the people in the music scene that we were around, they were really the band that like changed everything. Like once yeah. people really got their hands on Converge, because again, this is like the early 2000s, it's not like everything was readily available for people. But once people got their hands on Converge, that's when suddenly everyone's sound started changing and be like, mm-hmm. oh, we could go darker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like Deaf Heaven is kind of like the new Converge in the sense that it brings together like two sides of that music scene that should be, uh, you know, sharing some overlap, like the metal mm-hmm. and the hardcore side. Mm-hmm. You know, because like Converge appeals to like tough guy hardcore, you know, oh, like yeah. Madball fans. Yeah. If you like... There at the tattoo shop that I go to, there's a tattoo artist there who's like in his 40s, and he fucking looks like he listens to Converge. <laughs> you know, like yep. and he has like old. I've seen him with like some old like uh, early 2000s Converge shirts on and stuff like that. It's like they have a very specific look. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I hope to look like that one day. <laughs> Sixty years old. Yeah. Thick frame glasses, <laughs> hand tattoos, yeah. neck tattoo. Yes. <laughs> I think I'm going to get a throat tat next. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, recently when I've gone back through Converge's stuff, I still petitioning and whenever comes crashing, that those two are the best to me. Yeah. I, I don't mind. I've, I like Jane Doe and I like You Fail Me. I've never really loved No Heroes. Never really loved that. Album. No. Um, I know no, that, that one. There's a fair amount of love for that album. Really? Yeah, there is. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Because it's, I want to say that album's like 2005 or 2006 or something. So it's like oh, right man. in that prime era for a lot of the, for a lot of people who were getting into them at the time. Hmm. So. Yeah. Have you listened to anything after that? Uh, just all we love. That one is awesome. Yeah. So good. And the. What's I forgot the name of their newest one. That came up something. one after that. Yeah, yeah, that one is so cool. Yeah. Even the the Axe to Fall one. Um, but yeah, they've been putting out some like consistently good stuff. I forgot about No Heroes. That's kind of like the uh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Um, Jane Doe is really good all the way through, and then you know each song. You know, it's hit and miss on its own, I would mm-hmm. say. But, like, all the way through, such a great album. Yeah. Like, especially conceptually, too. Like, if you sit down and read the lyrics. Because the dude's a great lyricist, but mm-hmm. it's kind of wasted in a way. But uh, he really, like, he finds a way to make it work, I guess. Yeah. But sit down and read the lyrics, listen to the album, and you're like, fuck. Great album. It's a semi-concept like album. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm positive for me anyways, and I think probably a lot of people at the time. You don't get to, like, 
I don't think that you get to American Nightmare without first hearing Converge at the time. I think mm. that's basically how it went is you heard Converge and then it was just like, oh, wait, there's also this. You know what? I heard the way I heard American Nightmare was I listened to Love American by Give Up the Ghost. Oh, really? And then went backwards because they were on an Equal Vision sampler that I had as well. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. RJ? Huh. Do we're, I'm assuming you've been forced to listen to Converge over the years. I Do think, I look yeah. like a Converge? <laughs> no. Fan. Mm, you're wearing a pizza no. guy's shirt yeah. right now. It was stains you're of not pizza white. On it. <laughs> you're True. wearing a pizza guy's shirt with vertical writing and flames. It's this is all the biscuit. It's something <laughs> guy fearing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I've heard it from you guys listening to it and just throughout the years because of that. Uh, this is not my defeater style. <laughs> it is very chaotic. I mean, for the most part, if you're like, listen, listen, I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking rage. Don't know what I'm listening to. Don't know who I'm listening to. Yeah. If you're like, what band is this? I was like, I don't know. Fucking just raging. Mm. Dicks out. Cursed. Um, is it yeah. Cursed? Yeah. Well, that sounds good. Cursed. I've heard them too. Trap them? Yeah. This is trap them. Is this trap? <laughs> pulling teeth? <laughs> Um, but it, it, it was full of energy, uh, not my type of the, the hardcore scene. Uh, and I've heard a lot of people talk about them, but it's just, it's something I probably would not play in my CD player. Okay. Yeah. All right. Didn't sound good on the subs. It was loud. Was it overwhelming for the subs? Yeah, I was just like, what? <laughs> just shut down. It's like, nah, we're like going to pass on this one. Hey, <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> but would you play it on your disc, man? Oh, yes, I would have. <laughs> if it didn't skip while walking. Yeah. Um, I could have told you Jane Doe was probably their most popular album. Yeah. I knew you don't, that. You I knew. don't walk. That's true. It's a sit man. <laughs> yeah. I need a sit man. <laughs> See, my problem with CD players these days is they're too active. I want one that's so sensitive but plays real good sound because I sit. Like all if you're day not long. sleeping and you have a resting heartbeat, yeah. it's going to skip. Yeah. And I remember every morning on the bus in middle school, I'd have my disc man. Oh, yeah. Be rocking that disc man. You know what made me mad? Huh. Literally, I was on the bus and I had to get dropped off like where I lived. Was where it our school a was. short bus? And <laughs> literally, it was one of the last stops on the bus route. And I remember sitting there and I was just like, I have my disc man. I have like, headphones in. And I had somebody tap on my shoulder and was like, I was like, well, who the fuck's bothering me? So I take off my headphones and I was like, yeah. And they're like, do you have a cell phone so I can make a phone call? <laughs> and I was like, does it look like I have a cell phone on me? <laughs> like I'm riding a bus deep into Placerville <laughs> yeah. with a used Walkman with tape holding it together. <laughs> it's like Blink yeah. just came out with their third album. Yeah. Uh, and do you think I have a cell phone? Nah. <laughs> I ain't even going to work in Placerville. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I had to have that on the bus. Like that was my my thing. Like I would yeah. bring my whole giant binder with me every day to school. Oh yeah. Like that it was binder. I couldn't even fit in my backpack, so I just have to carry it around. Yeah. It's all corn. All corn. <laughs> yeah. All corn. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, I got issues. I got all <laughs> issues. I bought out Walmart's supply of issues. <laughs> Um, all right. Some would say I'm a freak on a leash. <laughs> <laughs> Not until after song 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, all right. So track number five on the mix, we've got Electronic Dream Plant by The Snake, The Cross, The Crown off of Cotton Teeth. Uh, it's track number five off that album, coming out seven minutes and five seconds. The Snake, The Cross, and uh, The Crown is American indie Americana band from Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, originally known as Curbside Service, the group released one album under this name. Um, I packed my bags a year in advance before changing their present to their present name. Uh, the current name is in reference to the logo of Italian car company Alfa Romeo. Um, <laughs> Kevin Jones' father owned a repair shop that burnt to the ground. The name was a homage to his father. They moved to Santa Barbara, California, and followed with an EP in 2003, signing to Equal Vision, who put out the full length from the band uh, Mander Salas in 2004. The group then embarked on tours with Me Without You, Armor for Sleep, um, Hot Rod Circuit. Um, however, after rigorous touring, they became fam- fed up with the lack of time they were able to spend writing and improving their respective instruments and canceled remainder of their tour schedule um yeah so this band i'd never heard of before um don't really like me without you liked armor for sleep hated yeah. hot rod circuit um, yeah. <laughs> um that is kind of a weird listing of bands to yeah. compare with this band well they went on tours with these bands yeah so i don't know what was happening <laughs> they really fucked up that tour schedule yeah um but okay so when devin sent this mix i saw the songs so i was like all right i'm very familiar with the first four bands never heard of the last band mm-hmm. and i was very optimistic <laughs> going into this i'm last very band. excited to see what both of you think about this because i don't think i just heard it either <laughs> and as soon as it turned on i was just like it's not for me <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right it reminded me there's something about the piano melody that reminds me of train really yes I, I like drops it. of jupiter yeah that train <laughs> there's something about the piano melody that makes me like it even more <laughs> that they do that i'm just like oh, no mm. <laughs> yeah as well as i mean you obviously had to put it at the end for various reasons but i'm such on a high on these first four songs that when i get <laughs> yeah. to this song I'm like what did you do <laughs> sleepy time you root, you blew it. Yeah. <laughs> Sleepy time. Uh, RJ, how do you feel towards this? <laughs> so, just this is one of those where if you know Devin, Devin did this thing in his lifetime where he's just like, and check lifetime. out these seventy he's dead now, but no, <laughs> check out this these is his eulogy. Seventy artists. I'd be that pissed I, if this was my fucking eulogy. <laughs> Sucks so far. Do better. <laughs> But Devin would do this thing where he's like, check out these 70 artists that I found. All burnt CDs. Here you go, RJ. Listen. And I'm like, oh, none of them are blink. And he'd give me everything. And I, One of them was blink. I, I skimmed through them. So I've heard the band before. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever, next. So I've heard them. I, I don't remember their style. But then he plays the, this song. And I was like, all right, I don't know if I've heard the song. I, I might have. But then just in general... I was like, all right. So I was at like five cummies. Then I hear this, and I'm like, it's not time to sleep. <laughs> it's as time I to come more. As, yeah, I want to come more. <laughs> I want around like six. Like, I'm a I, young man, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> a young, fertile man. 
And I was like, ah, he's doing sleepy time. So I skimmed through it to see if it would pick up at all. And I'm like, you try, but no. Yeah. No. But it was like, I the whole train reference to it, I was like, I see. <laughs> see the train. Now she's stuck in the atmosphere. Drop Jupiter in a hand. That song's about jizz on a girl's head. It's gotta be. What else are drops of Jupiter in her hair? Get ready for Jupiter, baby. Hey. Here comes Pluto. That's when he drops the dick on her. Damn man. Instead of crossing. You wanna taste my cup? Such a good song. <laughs> the Devon, why'd you choose this song? What's the thought it's process? So good. This? <laughs> I I love the transition from. So it was originally originally Converge wasn't on it, and I had a lot like Birds um, and Bear vs Shark and Snake across the Crown, and they kind of fit. And then I was like, I need two more. And then I was like, oh, bars is fucking sick. And I was like, oh, I want to put bars on here. Well, that doesn't go with the rest of this. It's like, there's too much energy. It's like, follow Troy. That's energy, too. I was like, well, <laughs> you could have. I'm going to make it the most energetic it could possibly be <laughs> and then bring it real far down. It's like, yeah, Converge will do that for me. I'll put Converge at four. Can I say something? <laughs> yeah. Just to show you some of my brain works, by the way. So, Mike, just for the fun of it, right? Yeah. Um, Fall of Troy, mm-hmm. 2005. Mm-hmm. Bars, 2004. Bear vs. Shark, 2003. Mm-hmm. Converge, 2001. Yeah. 2000 would have fixed this, and it would be a perfect 2020. Right, right, right? Oh, so the year 2000? Yeah. This one came out in 2012. No, and I was like, Devin. it did not. I was though. like, it came out in like 2007. But you already fucked up because it's supposed to be descending uh, order. <laughs> so you already <laughs> fucked up. And I was just like, fuck this. I was like, I see why you put it sleepy time, but you fucked up on that. You fucked up on the um, uh, song's fine I though. Look <laughs> uh, the, the Cotton Teeth did come out in 2007. Yeah, 2007. Bitch. Where did I get the 12? You're know. fucking lying. That's where you got it. <laughs> 12 Could play, be. baby. Yeah, no, it says play. that on spot. Yeah. Okay. That's that 12 play coming back. Yeah. <laughs> It'll sneak up on you. You got to watch out for that so 12 play. So Spotify will trick you. First off, you're getting your dick and you're all up in the 12 play. Yeah, I'm 17 and we'll get the fuck out. Uh, we don't fuck with you. You don't want to see my drops of Jupiter. Yeah. <laughs> they yellow, baby. <laughs> Why are they yellow? Oh, I see. So, piss. AKA, you fucked up. So. See, if you put the song first, it would have made it would have worked. Yeah, or I mean, they had a bunch of other songs too that are um, equivalent energy to the other stuff. But I really liked the transition from Converge <laughs> to this. <laughs> They have slower songs, too. Like, they have more Night-Night songs that are even more Night-Night. But this one, you know, has that fucking sick guitar solo. It, it <laughs> is pretty. Yeah. yeah. I love this album. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's like if Wilco wrote songs about Mark, Mark Twain books. Like, that's the whole feel of the album. And I don't know how else to explain it. 
but it has a Wilco feel to it, which is like uh, Viking and Americana. And the Mark Twain-ness comes from like the folksiness of the, like the bounce to these songs. Like it's a really good album. Um, this song, uh, yeah, (laughs) this song is, uh, you know, it's a, it's a night night song. I hate, I hate the name of the band. I hate where I they did not came. know it was Alfa Romeo. I did hate that. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever driven an Alfa Romeo? I have multiple. They suck. Yeah, they're not great. Yeah. Italians do not make good cars. That's not true. I mean, come on, Ferrari. I wouldn't. I mean, they're cool looking. No, they're great cars. As long as the engines in the back, reliable. As long as the engines back, their <laughs> yeah. front engines keep the engine in the back, yeah. bro. <laughs> keep the mids. <laughs> Nothing in the front. <laughs> Those Fiat's? are pieces of shit. <laughs> Fiat's Fiat. are good. Fiat's are shit. No, Fiat Spider, bro. <laughs> Those are sick. Yeah, no. light. No, close to the ground. The Ebarth <laughs> Scorpion. Scorpions are cool. They fucking. You know what Fiat stands beats? for? Beats by Drake. Fiat stands for fix it again, Tony. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Fiat is owned Don't by... even make me tell you what Pontiac stands for. <laughs> I think Fiat's owned by Chrysler, if I remember right. Is it? Yeah. They yeah. were purchased by them. I fucking love Pontiac, bro. <sighs> well, I'm not going to tell you what it stands for. <laughs> <laughs> Never know. Yeah. Yeah, so I was uh, disappointed with those last songs. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, it's just because you have four bands that I love. Yeah. Like, it's just, you're just like, oh, I'm making a mix for Mike. No, I'm not. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, I could have even put, like, something that I knew you hadn't heard, but is in the same genre, and it probably would have been good, but no. Yeah, if I you got, had Service put Survive on here, bro. If you had Act of Paul, just boom. Right there. What, what if it? What's, what Saves the Day albums are on Equal Vision? It's like Through Being Cool on there? No. Okay. I don't think so. I think so I thought it was like post uh, at, at Your Funeral album, which I forget the name of. Stay What You Are. Yes, it is post that, I believe. Which, it's like, it's, what is it? Sound the Alarm, I think. Not a fan of. Uh, I do. I do like in Revere. Mm, I gave up on him after Sound the Alarm. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll, tr- I'll come back to you guys later. I can't remember if I think it's in Revere that has the music video where he's playing piano with the Muppet. It's pretty great. Ooh, yeah, I like Muppets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when they started. That's the album when they started slowing down their sound. Yeah, and then by the time you get to the next one, it's like, yeah, we're not the same thing anymore. Stay What You Are is such a good album. Through Being Cool is such a good album. Through Being Cool is crazy good. Yeah. But then Stay What You Are. I loved At Your Funeral, even though it's like the single, like the hit song. Like that's what drew me into them. Yeah. And then I got to listen to the rest of the album. I was like, what are you doing? This is not like At Your Funeral, but it's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) So good. Man, I can't remember. I used to have an acoustic, like maybe four or five acoustic songs from them. Yes. Yeah. I I remember that. Yeah, I don't know what, where you can even find. Maybe they're on Spotify. I'd have to find them. That was like downloaded from Napster for sure. Yeah, from uh, LimeWire. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I got them. You know what? There are some old, um, there's some old like 
camcorder footage on YouTube of whatever his name is. I forgot his name from oh, yeah, Saves playing, the Day. Yeah, playing an acoustic guitar. Yeah, just yeah. in the streets. Yeah. Chris Connolly? Uh, yes. Like, it's not Chris Cornell. No. <laughs> Chris Connolly. Something Connolly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some old videos of him playing in the streets. It's super cool. Yeah. yeah. That might have been some of the acoustic songs that I had. Some, I think someone might. stripped the audio from those. Yeah, because I remember hearing those, and it sounded like a like a bootleg recording, but it sounded way better than the YouTube video I saw. Hmm. Yeah. Did you know that uh, there was a, a member from uh, Glassjaw that ended up in Saves the Day? No, really? Yeah, it was uh, during the sound and the alarm days. I oh. I can't remember. He might have been. I think it was the bassist or something. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, because they're Jersey and Glassjaw is New York, mm-hmm. I think. Same yeah. time. We saw Glassjaw recently, like three or four years ago when they came back and came out with that new album. Yeah, so did Sean. He said it was fantastic. I wanted to Such see. Such a good show. Because that was a different tour than when they were doing, because they did a worship and tribute tour, right? Yeah. Yeah. This one, they played stuff off the new album, but they still played, you know, they played what people wanted to hear. Hell yeah. Which was nice. Did you go to that, Archie? Which one? Glassjaw? Is that uh, Ace of Spades? I don't remember. The Ace of Spades! <laughs> That's the only Motorhead song I know. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, so what'd you say for RJ's? I said favorite... Well, I think I already fucked up the <laughs> first yeah. one. Um, yeah, favorite... Oh, wait. Favorite song five... Least favorite four, favorite artist one. RJ, so what you got, RJ? <laughs> uh, favorite song five, song two. Okay, <laughs> love that one. Interesting, that fantastic. I like Threw it. me for it's a de- loop it's there. It's Defeater. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is my Defeater hardcore. It's in yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, favorite artist, that was my Beaver Shark because I enjoy them. Okay, I know them from previously. All right, song. Wait, that's your favorite artist? That's my favorite artist. All right, least then, favorite? Least favorite song is, you know, The Wrench in the Gears, number five. Okay. Ooh, right. you're wrong on all three of those, Devin. Yep, all three. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm, I think I'm wrong on yours, too, Mike. All right, what's I mine? got one for, for favorite your favorite song. song. Okay. okay. Least favorite song, three. Okay. Favorite artist, four. Um, all right, so oh, I have one. I would say so. I had a hard time. All right, so my favorite song is one. I'll give you that. Okay. My least favorite song is five. Okay. Right. Yeah. My favorite artist. I had a hard time picking. Picking. Yeah. So I had to make. I had to come up with a criteria, and my okay. criteria was, can I listen to them at any time? Yeah. Okay. And so because of that, it's three. No shit. It's Bear for Shark. Like Bear for Shark, cool. I can listen they're, they're so to those two albums yeah. like at any time. Converge yeah. to have to be in the right mood for the Fall Tour. Mm-hmm. I never really think about uh, bars. It's like I have yeah. to be working out mostly. But like there's uh, when I think about Bear for Shark, they have enough in their in those two albums. I'm like I just listen to them whenever, wherever, yeah. whenever. Well, 
But yeah, I listened to Bearfish Shark, both their albums, while working out the other night. And yeah. I was like, this is perfect. Yeah. So good for you. I know. I That's why Song 5 bummed me out so bad, because I listened to this song. <laughs> I listened yeah. to this mix, working out every day. Uh, <laughs> and I was yeah. like, ah, I can't wait to this. Yeah. <laughs> the autoplay afterwards is pretty cool, though. Hmm. It gets into some cool stuff. Nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. RJ, what are you going to give this for a rating? So for this one, it had its ups. It had its downs. Um, I, I mean, for the most part, because minus the the year ranges of you know going through them, I'm like, all right, they're descending in years. Then all of a sudden, this last one, 2012, 2007, whatever. He's saying you could have worked harder. Then. No, no, no. no. He, <laughs> could he have did it. A lot harder. And then no. this last one just thrown at us. And I was just like, all right. If you like, mind you, if you would have put something else that fit better, I would have been like, oh, that's a four, like a four or a more, because I enjoyed the mix as a whole. Um, but because he threw that last one, <laughs> and I was just like, you know, I, I never got into Converge, just like that. I'm going to give you a 3.33. All right. Low. All right. I was just like, yeah, it was, it was, it was fine. Wait, it was so fine. If that last one wasn't there, it would have been a four or over. Three if there point. was a better song, you said if a four. You, if you he picked another song, it would have been seven. Like if you would have put like a Circus Survive, I enjoyed the first four, but you could have taken off the last one. And I'd be like, oh, that's a great mix. Okay, I, I could have dealt with what it was. Okay, and then your years fucked it up too. <laughs> Like I literally was like, cool. What was it like? Two thousand. Like I was going down. I'm like, okay, this is pretty good. I see what he did here. Then I hit the the, the snake cross and come shot, <laughs> and I was just like, wait, what? 2012. <laughs> Probably threw my phone. He wasn't thinking it. about this at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is just a. He doesn't even know this band. <laughs> Inconsiderate yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so three point three three. Three uh, and a third. I'm just going to give you a solid four because the first four bands I love. <laughs> Fuck yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. It's one point for each song you like. Yeah. So I like it. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's a five out of five for me. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's a yes from me, dog. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> like, within the parameters, uh, like, if I put in more time on it, I would have, like, changed some things around. Like, maybe, and I love the Converge song, but having that on there like really dictates a lot of what else you have to put on there. Yeah. Like, cause it's so, so one extreme. So I really did like having the, you know, the one extreme of converge than going to snake across the crown just as like, you know, that's just me. You shoved you know? it to all of us. So yeah. You win. Like within this record label, like those are the opposite ends yeah. of, mm-hmm. of the label. And that's basically the shit that I listen to. Like, this is a very me mix. But putting more time into it and actually trying to make like a like if I was going for a five out of five mix, I would have changed a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, um, could I? I probably gave, would have gave you like yeah. a two out of five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lowered my score. Um, yeah, like Coheed, like I would have taken off Fall of Troy because I love that song mm-hmm. and it works great on there. But like putting a lot like birds in place of that and then you know a circus survive and coheed song oh that would have been a phenomenal replacing mix. the last two I love that mix maybe even switching out bars yeah i would have taken that with off. something else because that's right. kind of the other outlier so like i had other they options are. for it but i ended up just with like it's basically my week one mix which is like 
this farce I like. I like the the music. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's like four out of five for me. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. But I think both of you should listen to that Snake the Cross the Crown album. Or at least least another song. (laughs) At least another song. (laughs) Gotta do it. Just one song. It's not for me, dog. 30 (laughs) seconds. Just 30 seconds of one song. You got two more weeks or three more weeks and you can throw it on again. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, and we yeah. have to. Triple snake, triple cross, triple ground. <laughs> All right, RJ, are you going to do the same thing that you did last time? Okay, so, you know, oh, when wait, you wait, climb... Wait. Hold on. Okay. My, thing, my thing that I'm referring to, by the way, is that you had a really good mix with Kanye... Mm-hmm. And then you had that like boy band mix or something next time. Mm-hmm. Your Michigan mix was really good. Mm-hmm. You going back down again? What okay. are you doing? So you know when you climb a mountain, you get to the peak and it <laughs> drops down after that. And there's yes. just Tom DeLong yeah. up there. Yeah, yeah. Tom DeLong's <laughs> like, there's aliens up here. And I'm like, I'm just going to go down the sled. Peace out, Tom DeLong. So this one, I'm going to say now, probably not both of y'all favorites. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> and just for fun, all right, so this technically will be coming out in June. Today's date is June. Yes. Okay. All right. So I'm going back. Is it the Hitler Youth Band Death in June? No, no. I'm going back. <laughs> Sorry. Just saying, not top 10. I'm going back all the way to episode seven. The title of this one Dropping Windows Down During the Summer Nights. Oh, so it's okay. This is I have. It's a remix. I have. Yeah, <laughs> I have two other mixes that are like this. Fuck yeah! No, where they're mixes um, that you guys have made wait, that no, I'm no, building no. off. Of. Archie's giving me a face. Never mind. Oh shit! So Devin's made a mix that I'm like, oh, I can like build off of that in this way. And no, Archie's no. made a mix. So I was like, no. oh, I could build off that. No, in this no, way. no, 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 no. Better send that shit. <laughs> wait, what is right, it so called again? Yeah, what's it called again? Oh, wait, why is things happening on my phone? Sorry. Because you're touching things. That's what happens when you touch things on your phone. Things happen. Dropping windows down during the summer nights. Okay, Dropping? There's... What does that mean? Dropping windows down. Like, are you moving windows with, like, two people? And you're like... I'm going to say... Don't like, think on the cover of Russia's Moving Pictures? is don't think too much about the title. <laughs> so, summer, these, it's Summer Night Windows Down. Yeah. Are these crank windows? Uh, I'm just going to... But this is what you. you would listen to. We're, like, enough... I'm going to go more with Devin. I'm going to go more with Devin. Is this more like my mixtape? No. Okay. So, mm. it's nothing like my mixtape. No. This is the songs that RJ enjoys. Songs that RJ enjoys to listen to. In the summertime with the windows down. Okay, so this is going to be like this week's mix for me where it's like, I like these songs. These songs are cool. (laughs) They're my favorite songs. I'm going downhill right now. Cool. Okay. Okay. So Devin. Going downhill. (laughs) Yeah. I don't like that you're admitting that. Now, (laughs) when I'm on the freeway and I'm going down the Folsom grade, (laughs) I turn this mix on. I have my my subs up. I have my windows down. (laughs) Fuck yes. I'm in. All right. But I was like, I love all these. I was jiving. I was dancing. And I was like, ooh. 
my windows are down. I really only saw two. Uh, okay, I should probably look at it again. I saw two that I knew for sure. Yeah, or big, big churches three that fan, I knew, bro. Big churches fan. Okay, four that I knew. It was so much fun. I was like listening to this mix, but, and I was like, yes. You know what's okay. funny is this right. mix seems like a mix you would have made last year too. With no, no, some, wait, wait, me or Devin? You. Okay. So yes, I had it. I had a lot of these that I wanted to do for a while. Mm-hmm. My biggest thing is I did not know what to call it. I did not know what to title so this. <laughs> and then literally, I was like, "When is this mix coming out?" I was like, "June, <laughs> summer nights, time down windows." And I was, I was so excited. Uh, I was like, "Yes, I'm gonna call you, it that you after Devin." Could have so just funny. done summer nights windows down volume two. Ooh, I would have liked that. Yeah, or Damn the right. remix, yeah. <laughs> given the R. Kelly episode. Yeah, okay. that's so funny because I have another summer one that isn't even like about summer. You know, but by the like, time you I get there, summer's use, probably done. I need to use summer in the maybe because I haven't worked <laughs> on it yet. I just have the title, <laughs> but yeah, I'm like I was waiting for summer to come around. I'm like, oh shit, it's here. I got to figure out this. This mistake. your next mix, I think, will be July fifth. That's in the heat of the summer, baby. <laughs> yeah, this this month has been throwing us way through a loop because we're back living yeah. in a state where there's four seasons. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. today it was raining. It still gets down to pro- the 30s at night. Ooh, that sounds yeah. so nice. I think we've maybe had a high so far of like 82 or 83 or something. So that's. The highs are about the same here. Like today, the high was like 72. Mm-hmm. And there was rain on my way home, which yeah. was weird if you looked outside. You're like, there's sun everywhere. The fuck's this coming from? Yeah. But uh, it definitely does not get down to 32. Yeah. No. You're in summer yeah. now, bro. It's midday. Yeah. It's already summer it's, there. <laughs> it's a weird thing. Like, it sucks. It, we are getting a well, spring this year. Two weeks ago, it was like 90s. And now well, it's, it's going like back to 90 next week. But, yeah. yeah. You guys are in Bye. summer now. It's summertime. <laughs> I know, I hate it. I want Global four warming, seasons. it's going to be 100 degrees in two weeks. Yeah. And then it's going to be 100 degrees for the next three months. There goes our air conditioning. Where do bill. you live? Idaho? What is it? Utah? Yeah. Colorado? Where? <laughs> you, I want to move there. Utah. Alaska? I'm gonna, Alaska? Yeah, I'll beat you in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds nice. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah. I'm sick of this. I, I, everybody talks about like California weather. It's like, oh, yeah, you pay so much for rent there because you know you got, you got great weather. It's like, no, it's fuck bullshit. that. It's I'm bullshit weather. At the mountains right now, there's still snow up there, baby. That's sick. <laughs> there's still snow yeah. up there, baby. Yeah. Like, I, I want, want to go that. outside with a hooded sweatshirt right now and a beanie. I, I want yeah. that all year long. I'm in a long sleeve shirt in my mm. house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing shorts and no shirt. Yeah. <laughs> my, <laughs> testes, my testes are sweating. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> <sighs> like, I'm in the weird predicament of, like, is that cummies or is that sweaties? Oh, it's. <laughs> Fam, when it get hot, I just pre-come, Devin. It just happens. Oh no, it's above ninety degrees today. Better wear my cum diaper. Gross, RJ. Things slipping and sliding. Gross. You know, hanging out with the boys. I'm leaving my snail trail today. It looks like it's going to be a hot one. Oh, gross. Yeah. My balls stick to my leg. Not for the sweat, though. Yeah. <laughs> RJ, it's 40 degrees out. I'm horny. <laughs> uh, 
There's just Gross. so much cum in there, Devin. You don't understand. <laughs> it just falls out naturally. You gotta get it out. It hurts if it stays. I'm trying to hold it in. What if they made a movie called The Bi Curious Case of Benjamin Button? Where. It's just Benjamin Button, but he's like, I think I like dudes too. He might have. I mean, he did have a very crazy life. Yeah. You know. But But I mean, when he was you know, probably by the time he was ready to experiment as a bisexual man, mm-hmm. he probably looked like he was seven. He was the baby. He was the baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late for Benjamin Button. He's, Fuck yeah. on dick now. <laughs> My dick is so tiny. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> that sucks. He, he, so you think the baby, when he was born, he had like a full-size old man dick? Yeah. <laughs> but he's a baby? Yeah, with old balls <laughs> and old gray hair balls. down there. Yeah. That's probably why they gave the baby up for just like set him on a doorstep. They're like, this thing's got a weird dick. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can't deal with it. <laughs> Something's wrong with this kid. It's not his face. I can deal with his face. Those dick and balls are so strange. <laughs> got this old Balls. Old balls. Yeah, Big Daddy's a great movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. Um, all right, Did I ever tell you about the homeless guy that was, uh, he was pissed off and he was running around the shopping center with a golf club? Christian. Uh, <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> but, like, the cops got called on him. He was hitting shit with a golf club, like, mm-hmm. just breaking, uh, like, they had kegs in the back of the shopping center. He was just putting dents in everything. And I was like, this dude's out of his mind and saying crazy shit. And then he just comes up to me. He's like, Microsoft stock's down a dollar. <laughs> and I was like, this guy's crazy. And then I was like, oh, that was a quote from Big Daddy when they were smashing the cans. Yeah. This dude's a fucking genius. <laughs> like, that was awesome. Like, they were arresting him. And I was like, I wanted to go up to him and be like, no, no, this guy's cool. He knows Big Daddy. He's not crazy. Are you Scuba Steve? Scuba Steve. Damn you. <laughs> Hippopotamus. <laughs> I should have just said that to him. Yeah, like, yeah man, you get it. He yeah. winks at you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So you can find the podcast, Five Saw Mixtape, uh, wherever you get your podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Five Saw Mixtape. You can find uh, the mixes themselves on Spotify. You just got to search Five Saw Mixtape, all one word. And yeah, on to the next one. Dropping mm. windows down during the summer nights. Dropping them balls in my windows down. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that's a funny scene. And have you ever seen uh, that pop star movie? Mm-mm. Pop star? No. Uh, oh, with uh, Andy Samberg? Yeah. No. He's in a limo and he's like driving away, and uh, you know how like normally you see like uh, girls' titties like flashing like pop stars and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, the window's down a little bit, and this guy just puts his junk through the window. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, he's going to like roll the window up, and he's getting his junk caught in the window. That's That's pretty great. (laughs) Did you ever see their their fake mockumentary of the Tour de France? Oh, yeah. It's pretty funny. That was amazing. Yeah. (laughs) I did not expect that from it. Like, I was way into, like, cycling documentaries at the time. Yeah. Strangely, like, I didn't see Icarus, but I was watching some other ones. And then I saw that one came out, and I was like, oh, this this might be funny. And I was like, oh, this is great. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, also, I watched The Watch recently with Ben Stiller and oh, like, yeah. Jonah Hill, Vince Vaughn. I haven't seen that movie since I think I saw it in theaters the last time. I don't remember it being like that popular when it came out. No. But it was awesome. Yeah. Like, it was such a good comedy movie. So I don't know, like, what happened at the time. Like, that was like in that weird uh, transition because if it wasn't like Judd Apatow funny, yeah, uh, then people just kind of ignored it. Yeah, which is weird because Jonah Hill was in it. So you'd think like people would be like, oh, it's got to be Judd Apatow. Yeah. Well, because it know, wasn't like a normal Ben Stiller type. Like, it was more like there's something about Mary comedy. You know who made that, right? No. Um, is it Taika? Akiva, who's from no. Lonely Island, who we were just oh. talking about. The Lonely Island that guy makes made sense. pop stars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As far as I know, that movie is not well regarded at all. It was so good. Yeah. Like, the concept, maybe it's just the whole, like, alien concept of it that I loved. Yeah. But it was, it was super funny. Um, and also, wait, what, are you seeing a movie tomorrow? Uh, no. Okay. Um, we're watching the previews for the fucking like Marvel shit that's coming out. I'm very interested in it. With Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Yeah. 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 Like all that stuff seems cool. Hell yeah. But. I don't know, like, you read comics, mm-hmm. so from your perspective, is it like, this shit's gay? No. Or is it like... It was all the best shit. They got all the gay shit out of the way. Okay, cool! <laughs> yes! Because that's yeah. what I thought about Marvel from the beginning, and I was like, because I, I, love, I love the Marvel movies. They're, like, they're fun to watch, yeah. but I don't like that gay shit. Like, no, I don't all- like Captain America. I don't care about him. I don't care about the Hulk. Like, uh, I like the Hulk a lot. Yeah, but like, yeah, like I'm like Iron Man. Well, like, yeah, those are great movies. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, once they started making Guardians of the Galaxy was the first time that they started yes. doing weirder stuff, and so they kind of got like all of the normal what you would expect it stuff out of the way now, and so just going forward, they're just doing weird shit. I feel like Black Panther kind of got them on the path of being like, "Hey, will you accept something else?" And that's where they're like Shang Tsung. Like, yeah, come on, take accept which, Shang Tsung, which looks sick. It looks so cool. Yeah, which it's there is a big hubbub over uh, Shang Chi um, because he's uh, we we've always even Marvel as a company, everyone has always referred to the character as Shang Chi um, because in some areas of Asia you would say Shang. That's how you would pronounce it. But where he's where the character is from in the movie. In China, he would pronounce it as Shang Chi instead of Shang Chi. It was a big hubbub oh. that happened recently, where suddenly people want you to pronounce things with the right inflection, depending uh. on where it comes from. Um, and so it's Shang Chi. Okay, so. well, well, we still say mozzarella. So a mozzarella. Tell me, yeah, mozzarella. Yeah, yeah. I still say prosciutto, not prosciutto. Yeah, like so. You know, this is. America, and we speak with American accent. <laughs> well, you know? well, it's just it's confusing because in some parts of Asia you would pronounce it Shang, so it's just like Shanghai, um, like you would pronounce that that mm. way there. So yeah, yeah, just a it's big like Mandarin versus Sichuan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, it, I I will say like I think it's funny, like it's it's great that like 
you know, everybody's getting equal representation and all that stuff. And, you know, like equality and, you know, like Asians are doing good now. And like they had the black people thing a while ago and like more representation in movies and whatnot. And, like, mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. And, but I think it's funny just hearing from Bobby Lee's perspective of like auditioning for things. And he's like, yeah, when I used to audition for shit. Everything was fucking ninjas and dragons. <laughs> and then you see, and it's like, yeah, we're finally getting equal representation for Asian Americans in America. And he's like, oh, yeah, what are your roles? It's like, well, we're main characters as uh, ninjas and dragons. <laughs> like, we're doing kung fu. Yeah. And then we're doing voices for an animated dragon Disney movie. <laughs> and it's being celebrated. It's like, you're doing the same roles. Yeah. So, like, which is cool. Yeah. Like, I want to see that. So fucking great. Like, I love Bruce Lee movies because he did Bruce Lee shit. Yeah. You know? So it's just funny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like they're not upset about the roles themselves. They're just upset about them being background characters. Like, I get it. <laughs> now you're in the front and I'll watch your fucking dragon movie. <laughs>